Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Just Swinging It. Hello, it's been so long, guys. How Mm-mm. is everybody doing? Gata, <laughs> everyone is gata. Oh my goodness, I know y'all like are killing us right now because we said we were going to be more consistent and then we just fell off the face of the earth, but life happens. Um, how are you doing, Sue? I'm good. Um, yeah. You know. Just <laughs> figuring out this life thing. Yeah, you turned 30. Turn, ooh, I, turned thir- I turned 30. Yes. yes, I turned 30. My baby turned one. My other baby turned three. Like, life is good. In the words of just Right. What's good with you, though, girl? What's up? Let's see. Yeah, you know, you already know the vibes. Hustling all day, every day. Legally, legally, legally. <laughs> I don't know um, about y'all. Yeah, because she a legal hustler, okay? Um, but yeah, shout out to the unemployment that ran out. <laughs> it was good while it lasted. Oh my gosh, I had seen like a video of like a robbery and someone had commented and said, um, damn, since that PPP money ran out, like niggas is about mm. to start acting up now. I'm like, damn, it's crazy out I here. Not. I mean, how do you how do you how do you feel about it though? Like do you feel like the pressure is going to be on for people to like everyone just run and get a job or you think people are going to try to like ride this wave of basically figuring out this entrepreneurship life or uh doing shit like illegally or you know like (laughs) yo there's the job market is crazy right now people are literally Mm -hmm. begging for people to come back to work and no one is working right um so to answer the question I think, firstly, firstly, I want to say that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Like, people that don't know that until they get into it, and they're like, damn, this really ain't for everybody. Like, I still personally believe in having a nine-to-five. I think, you know, uh, your main supplemental income is very important, and then you can feed and foster your passive and et cetera types of income. Um, mm-hmm. What I think is going to happen is people are about to wall out, like... We saw what happened when the pandemic first happened and people started looting and doing a bunch of stuff. Um, I think people are going to continue. I I don't think that's ever going to stop. Like illegal activity never stopped. It's (laughs) always going to be a thing. So it's just it's just now people are just going to have to kind of go back to basic bases Mm -hmm. or basics rather. Um, Yeah, I I think what one thing I will say, though, in regards to the job market is that there's like, I want to say it's like 50-50 of like some jobs that are, you know, letting their potential candidates know that, you know, this is remote. You can work from home. You can work from literally anywhere in the world, which is mm-hmm. a benefit. And then there's some jobs that are very insistent on people being back in the office. And to be fair, like nobody, like last year, this year and a half taught us and showed everyone that you can literally run and operate a corporation outside of a business outside Mm -hmm. of a physical location you know you can do this at home as long as you have good connection and you know a good computer or whatever you're fine that's all you need Mm -hmm. so you know jobs at this point most jobs have to start offering that as like a a benefit or at least have to have like two days in the office and the other three days you can work from home you know that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. um that's what I think what do you think um Honestly, I think the comfortability of being home for about almost two years for a lot of people is going to be a challenge. Like, I think, like, honestly speaking, I feel like people are so out of the loop that going back, going back to work is going to be like a fish little, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be, it's going to be uncomfortable. And yo, like a lot of us already at this point, like we're lacking people skills before. So imagine going back into the office full time after being home for two years, doing anyhow, collecting unemployment and all this other shit, like, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be hard. I think a yeah. lot of companies are going to have <clears throat> a lot of turnover. I think it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. I agree. Um, it, it, it's, it's just, it's a new, it's a new normal, as we've been mm. saying. It's definitely a new, 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 new normal. Um, and we also That's wanted to kind of start this off sadly. But wanted to say rest in peace to um, Michael K. Williams, yeah. who was found um, dead this Ooh. week. So this is the week of um, 9-11, actually. 9-11 mm-hmm. is tomorrow. 
September 11th, which will make 20 years. Um, oh so this God. this whole year has just been back to back, de- back to back death. Mm. Pers- people that we know personally, celebrities, you know, icons, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, as we've been nearly approaching September 11th, 9-11, mm-hmm. which is tomorrow, uh, on Saturday, it's just, I mean, you know, we always acknowledge 9-11. It's not something that we don't acknowledge. But I think for us to, like, nationwide to, like, realize that it's been 20 years, mm. I don't know how to even put into words like how that even feels like the families that were lost the kids now that are like in their 20s or in Mm -hmm. their 30s um I was watching an ABC special um a couple of days ago and they had basically like different viewpoints from people that were reporters to people that were in the military to people that were Mm -hmm. just everyday civilians and you know literally 20 years later and you know some of them are amputees some of them have you know PTSD some of them have um you know issues mm-hmm. just as, in general because that was a very very traumatic experience um and like I wasn't in the states when it happened I was in Nigeria. I was just about to ask you where were you I wasn't here I was in Nigeria but I remember when it happened because my mom used to work in <laughs> the Twin Towers oh my god and I believe that day I think she was either like late for work or she like overslept or something of that sort and <sighs> Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, like that, and that's just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, where were you when it happened? Girl, I was at school. Like, mm-hmm. literally, I lived around the corner from, well, <laughs> I lived around the corner from my school. So mm-hmm. my mom, actually, I think she had called out that day. So, like, literally, I remember teachers just stopping. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, a, a alarm that went off, and then everyone was just hauling and then girl like we went to the bathroom like we had all walked to go to the bathroom and you could see the twin towers from (laughs) the window and they weren't there and kids were crying yeah like kids were crying um parent like people that went to school like their parents worked in that building um, not that I, not that I'm aware of anything, but like, um, aware of anyone's parents dying, but like, ki- like a lot of the kids were going through it. Mm-hmm. They were going through it and it was just, it was really unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I was home with my mom, like she had, we literally all went to school in different parts. So it's like, I was on one side of town and then my brother was on the other side of town and my mom had to go and take the bus so it was just oh wicked and my mom worked at the courts by world trade center like at that time but she didn't go to work that day she wow. didn't go to work that day and it was it was really it was really sad because like yo you have all this ptsd you know, I can imagine people who are actually on the front lines, like, you know, firefighters, police and EMT and, and people who are there. But like, you know, the the having to go pick up water because you don't know if the terrorists had tampered the city's water and this and that. Mm-hmm. It was just wild. It was crazy. It was crazy eating canned food because, my, you know, like my mom was scared to turn on the fire. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, we didn't know. We didn't know how severe the attack was. And then, like, turning on that news that night and actually seeing it, it was just like, wow. How long would you say it took, from your experience, that it took the the city to not necessarily get back to normal, but, like, you know, like, the smoke and, you know, like, did they restrict people from going into Manhattan or lower Manhattan, to be more specific? I don't remember, because I think I was, like, 10 when this happened, or, like, 12 or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. I just know that we didn't go to the city for a while, but I know my mom went back to work, and I feel like it took about, like, a year, like, Mm -hmm. a year or two to kind of get, like, a groove and get things going. Yeah. It was sad. It's it's, it's such a somber thought to even Mm -hmm. think about it you know I think because I was in Nigeria when it happened and um we we felt we felt the brunt of what you know what happened but to to kind of empathize or sympathize rather is way different than actually being on ground and really Mm -hmm. like 
you know, from people trying to figure out where their loved ones are, you know, people mm-hmm. that lived in different parts of the world trying to contact. And that wasn't, you know, that was 2001. Like, mm-hmm. cell phones were a thing, but they weren't as, like... They weren't, like, now accessible. Now, where you could, like, everything. find someone's location and, you know, geotags mm-hmm. and whatever, pin their Check phones. in. Mm-hmm. All those things, you know, most, most people were still using landlines, you know, so mm-hmm. I... Oh man, I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah. It was it was really it was really it was really scary. Like it was really scary. And I don't even remember like going back to school after that. Like I don't even remember any of it. Yeah. Everything just seemed like a blur. I just know that everyone was literally on edge and like terrified. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Really crazy. Um mm-hmm. but um so move on <laughs> to things that are less yeah. heavy. Um Somewhat. I know you don't want to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it. What? The conversation about being vaccinated or not vaccinated. Oh, God. <laughs> so we have to. No, I'm joking. We can talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, so, you know, there's been a huge conversation in regards mm-hmm. to this, whether people want to be vaccinated or not, what they believe in, conspiracy theories, et cetera, et cetera. And there has been a honestly a huge divide um between vaxxers and non-vaxxers um and i think Idy and i could both agree <laughs> that it is a very tiresome conversation to have um yeah. because you have people that are bringing what they deem to be fact that you have people mm-hmm. who are bringing what they deem to be a conspiracy theory you have people who deem you know are bringing things that they deem to be whatever you know and it's just mm-hmm. always a very entertaining conversation to have um so what exactly are your thoughts on not necessarily the vaccine but like people that um are on especially people that are like on opposite sides like so mm-hmm. there's some people that are like mm, I'm not sure I want to give it a little bit more time I'm going to think mm-hmm. about it and then there's some people that are like you have to get it we need to save the world let's mm-hmm. get back to normal and then you have people who are like f this I'm not doing this again mm-hmm. blah, blah blah conspiracy theory so okay so for me it's very okay this conversation in general is just it's very trash it's very draining it's very mm-hmm. it's a lot there's a lot. You know how they'd be like, there's a lot to unpack. There's mm. so many layers. And I feel like this conversation will take like the entire episode. But I it shouldn't. Pers- <laughs> it shouldn't. But I feel like, yo, like let people make decisions that they want to make. We Absolutely. have to figure like we have to figure out what works for us. And that's okay. Like if you don't want to get the vaccine, that's fine. But mm. don't fault other people and call them crazy for getting the vaccine because they feel like that's that's what may work for them and their family. Like I've seen it to the point where people are literally losing friendships over opposite views. And mm. I think that's fucked up. I'm like, yeah. you know, like the fake news that's on the internet. Like I've seen some wild shit. Mm-hmm. some wild shit online and it's just like none of us went to medical school the people <laughs> that i see talking about this shit mm-hmm. and it's <sighs> girl i don't know i'm over it i i um i'm over it <laughs> i definitely agree with let people do what they want to do um i think that shaming people for whatever their decisions are is really unfair and and quite frankly very very childish i think you know we don't judge people for you know not recycling we don't judge Mm -hmm. people for having sex raw we don't judge people Mm -hmm. for you know we don't judge people for every single decision that they make for their lives so why when when it comes to this which is you know everyone can decipher it how they want to is a personal decision, you know? There are mm-hmm. people that do it for different reasons. There are people that don't want to do it for different reasons. But ultimately, like, you know, I've, I've had conversations with people and, I'm, and you know, the conversation, oh, are you or are you not? And it's like, yes, no. And mm-hmm. it's, it, it literally ends right there. But, like, when people it come should. to be like, oh, why did you? Or why didn't you? You you this, you that. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. last time I checked, this was my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I want to, I should. If I don't, I don't have to. And you should mm-hmm. respect that. You don't have to be around me if you don't want to. I, I totally yeah. understand and I respect yeah. that. But let's leave it at that. 
You know, all this yeah. conspiracy theory of the chip and the they monitoring you. I'm like, you think they haven't been monitoring you? If if that's what you really think, you think it's just mm-hmm. all of a sudden now that they're gonna do that, dude. Like, relax. It's not that big of a deal. Whatever mm-hmm. you decide. Hopefully, you keep healthy. You, you eat your vegetables. Take your mm-hmm. fruit. You know, eat a healthy life. Eat a healthy, balanced you know meal and things mm-hmm. of that nature, and take care of yourself. Whatever that means. But don't force people to like you know, get into this argument because of mm. XYZ choices. Like, that's not fair. It's really not fair. Girl, the wildest shit I heard was that someone getting the vaccine caused her to have a mix, ha- caused someone that she knew to have a miscarriage. That is where I drew the line. I was just like, you know what? There's not even enough research, like you guys are saying, how am I supposed to, how can you blame someone else for being around you to cause you to have a miscarriage? Hmm. And people, miscarriages are very, unfortunately, normal. The and first me, sometimes six you. to 10 weeks. And then, you know what I'm saying? It may just be what your body chooses to do because, you know what I'm saying? Like, it right. just wasn't the right time. You can't blame someone for having the vaccine and being around you causing you to have a miscarriage that shit is very wild to me that's the wildest shit i've heard honestly and that's why i was just like you know what the internet is just a toxic ass place everyone's gonna have the opposite views or whatever (laughs) like it is what it is let me keep my mouth shut let me keep my mouth shut because that's not my honestly at the end of the day it's not my fucking platform what i what me and my family choose to do is not it's nobody's business absolutely it's nobody's business and at this point i feel like it's more about control of people I don't even think it's about people being anti-vax because a lot of these people are not actually anti-vax if you're going to be anti-vax you need to be anti-vax wholeheartedly 100% wholeheartedly anti-vax if you got in measles mumps mesothelioma whatever that thing is called the MMR um, (laughs) vaccine yeah you have no basis for this conversation if you got the HPV vaccine you have no basis for this conversation hepatitis A, B, C, D, E, F, G you ain't got no basis for the conversation like I I don't know I don't know at at, at the end of the day you choose what you want to do Yep. I don't I don't personally feel like jobs should make you because that's a new thing, like the mandate, yep. the vaccine mandate. I personally mm-hmm. feel like jobs shouldn't force you to get a vaccine, but um, that's just my opinion. And there's some people who feel like it, they should because, you know, everyone wants to save the world. And that's fair. But it's yeah. like these are people's personal choices. We shouldn't people shouldn't be penalized and lose their, their livelihoods because they didn't get a vaccine because they don't have enough right. information. Right. I agree. So, yeah. Moving on to another pandemic. Let's <sighs> talk about the BBL pandemic. The panic <laughs> at the disco. Yeah, Girl, yeah. everyone's getting one. Everyone. So I think a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, rather, there was a video that surfaced um, in the Atlanta airport, or the Miami mm. airport, actually, of, mm. I mean, probably a dozen women that were being wheeled <laughs> into mm-hmm. the airplanes and stuff like that um and you know <laughs> it, it basically kind of was like a reflection on, on current society as far as like people getting their bodies done um most especially pbls and fat transfers and things of that, mm-hmm. of that nature um mm-hmm. do you think it's a pandemic or do you think it's more so people just trying to enhance themselves Hmm. okay I think it's a little bit of both I think a lot of I think BBLs are very accessible Mm. so people are getting them they're a little bit more affordable because girl pediatricians are performing them and I'm pediatric girl I'm talking about not board non-board certified (sighs) plastic surgeons are performing BBLs allegedly I'll send you the (laughs) link but the shade room had covered a, a um a plastic surgery office called Goals, and I'm saying allegedly a Goals plastic uh, plastic surgery whatever. And like one of the doctors, I think that was in Atlanta, he's actually a pediatrician and not a board certified plastic surgeon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's performing BBLs. I am... and the more affordable that they get the more people are going to get them. 
Okay. Well, mm-hmm. mm. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I'm barely speechless before ever. So this is mm-hmm. uh, okay. But this is very like normal though. Like there was actually a doctor who allegedly um in the in New York, he was actually an OBGYN and he was performing BBLs and he got reported. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, I think his name was Dr. Some shit. I think he did like Nia Lee's BBL and it was like a huge girl. It was huge. It was a huge thing. But he's not no longer practicing um uh, I think surgery anymore. Um, I, I don't know. Wow. Um, yeah. Y'all, I'm shocked. I'm shooketh. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> that I guess just answers our question in regards to do we think it's a pandemic because non-certified plastic surgeons, non non-certified surgeons, excuse me, mm-hmm. are performing plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, you studied gynecology and you're performing plastic surgery. Those are two different specialties. Make Those it make two sense. different specializations. They, they require Excuse more me, time mm-hmm. in school following, you know, uh, and attending as mm-hmm. an intern to get experience. And you got to take boards and all those things. Mm-hmm. So, again, I personally believe that it is becoming a pandemic. I think plastic surgery is nothing new. Plastic surgery has been happening forever. But I think at, in the rate at which people are getting them, I think it is very, very unhealthy, especially mm. if you're going to do round two, mm. round three, mm. round four. Say it again. That alone tells me that the person who initially did your BBL did not do it correctly. Mm. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go against that one. But mm-hmm. no, that's what I personally believe. I think that they did not do it correctly, meaning that you have mm-hmm. to go back and fix whatever the issue may have been. Yes, there are some side effects of surgery. Your body will do whatever it wants to do. You have no control of that. Mm-hmm. But for you to be going for. OK, round two. OK, fine. Round three, <laughs> round four. Mm-hmm. Something's there's there's a there's there's a mix of body dysmorphia. There's some chemical imbalance mm-hmm. in your brain, you know, that's telling you that your body needs to look a certain way. And then you are actually mm-hmm. achieving this image that you want, but your brain is telling you nah, or your mind is saying whatever. And you're like, no, nah, I got to go back. I got to go back. I got to go back. Mm-hmm. Because to be fair, um, BBLs are mostly like, uh, like a Latin and black thing. Like you don't see a lot of Asian women going yeah. for BBLs. You don't see a lot of white women going for BBLs. Their plastic surgeries are more like, on the face, like the rhinoplasties, the nose jobs, the facelifts, etc. And then, you know, Spanish mm-hmm. women is Spanish and black women is mostly like, you know, like the mommy makeovers, the breasts, the tummy tuck, the lipo, the butt, things of that nature. Everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's just like I'm confused, you know, like you see people comment on, on social media, oh, the gym mm-hmm. and a good diet, but it's like also genetics, you know, not everyone has a butt, not everyone will, mm-hmm. will have a butt naturally, like some people have to enhance in the, in that way, but mm-hmm. I don't, I think you should do it tastefully, and I think you should do it to fit your body, you can't be 110 pounds soaking wet and mm-hmm. want to freaking, you know, a 45 inch waist, I mean, 45 mm-hmm. inch hips and, and ass, that just doesn't, it doesn't add up, you know, so. Mm-hmm. But you know what's pandemic, happening? I think so too, but what's really happening with these BBLs and why these girls are getting round two, round three, round four is that after surgery, I think a lot of people don't understand your diet has to be good. Like I've done extensive research on plastic surgery because Mm -hmm. just to be fully transparent, I potentially want to do it. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to do a BBL, but I want to fix the 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 issues that happened to me during childbirth, like muscle separation, diastasic recti, like that's that is a cosmetic procedure. So I want okay. to do that. So I'm doing extensive surgery. What's happening is that girls are not feeding their they're not e- eating healthy fats, so they're losing the the fat that's being put in their butt. They're not working out. They're not staying hydrated. They're drinking alcohol. Alcohol actually is the worst thing you can drink after a BBL. Because the fat is going to die. It's not going to stay. So that's why these girls are getting round two, round threes, round fours. Because their butt is starting to look smaller and they want to keep up. Nobody wants to go to the gym. 
and maintain that's, that's the body that they freaking invested all this money in. What's the point? I mean, but like they like okay. For example, they idolize like someone to me. People, two people to me that have gotten like really good like body work done, Drea mm-hmm. and Bernice Burgos. But those two women are in the gym like crazy. And genetics. No, but because because Drea Drea is naturally slim. Fair, but she works out. Her baby snapback. But she works out though, like. Your genetic, your genetic is one thing, but another thing is to upkeep it as well. You know, like there are people that have natural shapes of like the Coke bottle, the you know the the hourglass figure, but if they're not working out and they're just being very sedentary and eating and eating and sitting down, sitting down and not doing anything, eventually they're gonna start gaining weight. You know what I mean? Like, and they might be in places that are not so flattering. Mm. So I think it is genetics for sure because you can't you can't beat that. But I also think it's maintenance, you know, even if you don't work out your diet, like they say it's 80% diet, 20%, you know, activity. It really Mm -hmm. is what you eat. You can't get off the table, don't get massages, don't get the lymphatic, whatever, whatever, the drainage and all Mm -hmm, that stuff. mm -hmm. You have fibrosis now. And, you know, like there's so many things people have to consider. Also, surgery is not cheap. Like the whole process Mm -hmm. from start to end. From you laying on the table to you getting off the table after care, your your weekly mm. massages, these are things that people need to consider before getting surgery. Like you gotta have a good twenty to thirty racks to really, really like, you know, ensure that your your body looks the way that you want it to look. You know, mm-hmm. from going to a a board certified plastic surgeon, plastic surgeon who mm-hmm. specializes in what you want because there are plastic surgeons that only work on the face there are plastic surgeons that only do reconstructive so like if someone mm-hmm. had like a third degree burn or they were in a car accident that's the type of plastic mm-hmm. surgery that they do then you have those that work on the body like the breast or whatever you know like there's, mm-hmm. there's you got to do your research and I think that video that you mentioned about the the goals plastic surgery place mm-hmm. um I think the reporter had said, like, you need to ch- do your research going on the Better Bureau business, whatever mm-hmm. thing, looking at these people's certifi- certifications, like, you need to see Dr. ABC, MD, comma, blah, 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 mm-hmm. comma, blah, 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 comma, to see all their certifications and look it up. Like, Google is free 99, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, do your research. Let me say, and it's public knowledge, you can literally, you can literally see if your doctor lost the patient to negligence, like mm. all of that shit is public. All and it's like if you're really that invested, do a background check on these people. Because they're taking your money I'm for free. <laughs> I'm I'm that invested, and it's like yo, sometimes paying free. less, sometimes paying less is not the best. It is. It's not I the totally best. agree. I, I I personally like. Like after I have kids and stuff like that, like if I need to get a body, body, my body done or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not going outside of these 51 states yeah, <laughs> or 50 good. states. I don't know. <laughs> I'm good. Even Miami is a big, big question. But shout out to you know, shout out to everybody. We have fun. <laughs> Go. Off this. Go off. Uh, but um, I wanted to talk about one more thing. One second. What's up? Um, so yeah, so Hurricane Ida, I know we always get like a hurricane every single year, Mm -hmm. um, especially around the Gulf area. So like Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi, and Alabama, I want to say. Um, and I just find it so interesting how the government knows that hurricanes happen every fucking year. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. this shit is not new from fucking July. It's like hurricane season. Mm-hmm. And I personally believe like the government doesn't do what is necessary to be done to ensure mm-hmm. that its citizens are taken care of, whether it's like, you know, providing housing or, you know, warning their 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 citizens at a certain time, like, okay, hurricane season's approaching, this is what it's gonna be looking like, you know, like maybe it's time to start evacuating. And granted, there are some people that are hard headed and they insist on like not you know they want to stay home that's fine to each their own mm-hmm. but it's like you know you, you see things of like I think it was last year 
where there was something that happened in Texas and there was a senator that had gone to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a prime example of like how we vote people into these positions and at the end of the day, they don't take care of us. Mm. And it's like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they campaign for months. They yep. knock on doors from Congress people to House of Reps senators to governors whatever and they don't do their job mm-hmm. they yeah. do not do their job whether it's ensuring that the city is taken care of where you know you're boarding places up you're 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 trying to rise buildings up or whatever the case may be i i know mm-hmm. in new york we we don't get anything compared to other places when it comes mm-hmm. to hurricanes but i mean that was a prime example of two weeks ago literally the city of new york was flooded Mm. flooded son new york was wild bro people died people died (laughs) i can't i I don't even have words honestly and apparently the the people who had these illegal basement apartments are are they're going to be facing criminal charges wow Mm -hmm. because People were people drowned. There was a family in Queens that freaking drowned. That drowned. <sighs> yeah, I don't have. I don't really have a lot to say about it. It's just. It, I mean, that's the government that we have here, you know. And it's it's freaking trash. It's freaking trash. That's really really sad. Mhm. Mhm. And rest in peace to whomever that has yeah. died from this, because. It shouldn't have happened. No. It shouldn't have happened. No. Like, the fact that the drainage... Like, I... So, I was actually outside, like... And not in, like, the fun... Out, oh, we outside? I was mm-hmm. outside on my way home when, mm-hmm. the, you know, when this started raining. And I was driving down a particular street. And when I tell you the street was flooded... Mm. I drive a big truck. Like, huge. Mm-hmm. I got to a certain point on the street and I was like, no, I'm reversing. Wow. I'm reversing. There's no way I'm going to push through this because Hell no. mm-hmm. if I had gotten any further down, I won't, I don't want to know what would have happened. You know what I mean? And it's That's like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. can't, I can't even imagine those houses on that block that mm. have, you know, ground level houses. Yep. You know, and, and this is another thing, too. I've been screaming this since 2015 because this happened to us. We got our house flooded. We did not have, um, we, live in mm-hmm. sure. we did not have renter's insurance. If you live in an apartment, please do yourself a favor and get renter's insurance. Mm. Especially on, you on a lower level, upper level, it don't matter what level. And, and select all the natural disasters because you, at this point, mm-hmm. Mother Nature is just like doing whatever she needs to do. But yeah, get yourself some renter's insurance. <laughs> like this is this is your warning right now because I can't even imagine how many people that don't even know about that. Because you think of insurance, you only think of like for your car or a house or a business. You don't think, oh, I rent. I don't need renter's insurance because mm-hmm. your landlord won't cover nothing. They'll be like, nope. oh, you don't have renter's insurance? Okay. Your landlord ain't gonna replace shit. Nothing, you know. So please, guys, mm-hmm. if you need, if you don't, please go get yourself some renter's insurance. It's so important. It will mm-hmm. save you, at least get, give you some money to, you know, restart or rebuild or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah it's due diligence. Yeah. Very much so. It's just been back to back, like, BS, you know, from <laughs> all, th- all sorts of stuff. Like, it's just too much. I'm over it's it, too much. honestly. 20, 2022, me, please. <laughs> it's too much. But, but I, I have a question, one. though. Do you think Are... all this shit is going to be, like, over next year? What? Like the pandemic, no. you know. Okay, say less. I, I don't. I don't believe so. I think this is honestly this is our new normal. New normal. Um, we are we are navigating this. You know, we we were confused and scared last year when it first happened, and <laughs> we are now wearing masks. You know, some people choose to, some people choose not to. But mm-hmm. that's our new normal now. We are very 
um, you know, we're sanitizing everything more. We're very, we're very, yeah. very cognizant of those things. We're buying things that like help us sanitize. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we, we're now like, there's some people that are hosting events and you have to be vaccinated for you to come. There's some people that are hosting events in their houses and they're like, you have to be vaccinated to come or prove that you got a, you know, a COVID test recently, et cetera. So I think not necessarily that it's going to be over, but we're just mm-hmm. finding a new way to kind of maneuver this whole thing. Mm. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I'm just ready for my kids to be able to not wear a mask. I'm ready for my one-year-old to not think that masks are freaking absolutely normal because this is legit her normal. Like she was born during the pandemic. So she thinks everything is a sanitizer. She can actually wear a mask because this is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is so cool to her. Like, this is her life. And like, I'm ready for that shit to be over. I'm ready for that shit to be over. I'm over it. I'm so over it. (sighs) It's as well. It really does suck. Like, or it will be well. It will be well. In Jesus it will be name. well. Amen. That's Amen. A little thing to end on. Um, so I saw this post on Spiritual World. <laughs> spiritual Word. It's not World Word. Um, I know it's World. <laughs> no, it's Word. Like it's supposed to be a you know Spiritual Word. From the, from mm. the, you know, they be lying. Anyway, um, so this is uh. Six ways to make a man happy. Oh, God. Um, let him have his space. Have sex with him. Be his best friend. Don't mm. bother him when he makes... Excuse me. Don't bother him about the moves he makes. Cook mm-hmm. for him. Let him have gaming time or time with the boys. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you swipe. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. And it's how to make a woman happy. So how many did I read for the men? Six, right? A lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it says, how to make um, a woman happy. It's really not difficult. But to make a woman happy, a man only needs to be. So it's one through A <laughs> hundred? A son, what? <laughs> a friend, a lover, a brother, a, a mm-hmm. carpenter, a sexologist, a good listener, an organizer, a good father. I'm just reading randomly. Uh, <laughs> Understanding you to be strong, you're sympathetic, clean, passionate. Um, mm-hmm. for compliments, be rich, <laughs> give her lots of attention, never forget birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know what? I think so. This drives me to the conversation of mm-hmm. have you heard the, the saying, um, that you should be with a man who loves you more? Yeah, than you. So, what is your take on that? I mean, I feel like I kind of agree. I mean, that's just like a, I guess that's like a woman ego type of thing though, right? Like, why should I throw myself at a man? Like, he should, he should, you know what I'm saying? Like, he should court me, you know? Like, men are supposed to court women. I think that where that that stance comes from, like, he should, like, a man should love you more. Um, And then too, like, society, right? How does it look if a woman is more into a guy than he's into her? Like, it just looks like we're thirsty. Mm. But it's like when you're in a relationship, it's like that shit is out the window. I feel like that whole stance is out the window. Like once you actually get the guy or the guy gets the girl, like y'all should just love each other equally. Shit. (laughs) So the second point you made is so real because I'm currently watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills from the first season. I've never watched it before. And there is this woman, I think her name is Taylor. She is beautiful. And um, her husband is like, you know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he got money. <laughs> um, and they were they were in Vegas and, you know, it was a bunch of couples around the table. And everyone's like, how did you meet? How did you meet? And she's like, yeah, I chased him for three months. Mm-hmm. So there's a woman on there. Her name is Lisa Vanderpump. I'm sure everyone knows. Um, she was like, I could mm-hmm. never do that. Taylor's so beautiful. How could she let him? How could she be chasing him for three months? And mm-hmm. it's so funny because he's not a looker, like, and she is drop dead gorgeous. So it's very interesting that she basically is admitting to kind of being the one that kind of initiated the relationship, really was mm-hmm. chasing after this man for three months, wanting to be with him. So with your point of like, you know, what 
you know, when you meet people or other couples and it's like, oh, how did you guys meet? And then people are saying, oh, yeah, he she shot her shot first mm-hmm. or whatever. People kind of second eye it or like look at you like, oh, OK, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, my take on that quote is that I think that women naturally do all those things we naturally fall into the role of submission very easily. I think if we like someone, we will do that without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So if a man loves you more and, and, you know, love, you can measure that however you want to. But when I think a, a man loves you more, I think he will, uh, this is going to sound so messed up, but I think he will yeah. give half of what you're willing to give. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Explain. So, okay. Half, let's just say what you're willing to give. One on a one to ten scale, right? Mm-hmm. So if a woman is she meets a guy today, they start talking and you know, they start dating exclusively, she's coming over to his house, she'll probably start cooking, she'll probably start cleaning, start maybe helping him fold his laundry, things of that nature, right? And it's like mm-hmm. in a way she's sort of submitting. She's, you know, providing mm-hmm. all these duties and stuff like that. But whereas if the roles are reversed, a man is not going to do that for you off the rip. He's not going to be, mm. you know, he may do it once in a while. Oh, I'm okay, emails. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but he's not going to grab a broom or a thing and be like, oh, I'm a clean today. Don't worry, I got it. Or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the, that's not something that they do naturally, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I don't think that that's something mm-hmm. that they do naturally. Whereas us, we do those things naturally. Like, those are things that we were excuse my word choice here but we were trained to you know we were trained Mm. to clean we were trained to cook we were trained to take care of the household um so I think and not just like on a household basis but like in love in regards to that I think when a man does love you more like he will do so much more for you you know what I mean like Mm. I feel like I'm not able to like put it into words the way that I'm trying to Mm -hmm. but I I agree with that quote a hundred percent because I think he will go above and beyond for you in ways that a man that doesn't necessarily like you or love you in the way that he needs mm-hmm. to will do for you. Yeah. I think we women do that naturally. So it's like, you know, they say relationships are like 80, 20 or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Um yeah, there's always gonna be a, a, a imbalance, you know, because there's gonna be in some parts where the guy might be better or there's some parts where the woman might be better, mm-hmm. you know? So it's never, I don't think it's always a hundred percent. Like I know people are saying, Oh, 50, 50, hundred, hundred. It's not, it's never that there's always going to be one. That, people have strengths and weaknesses. People are better mm-hmm. at things than others, you know? And it's like, you have to just understand the idea of balance knowing like, okay, this is where I shine. This is what I'm going to do. This is where I shine. This is what I'm going to do. I agree. I listen. Yeah. Like you said, we should know our strengths, and mm-hmm. sometimes it may work for it may work for one person, it may not work for you. But like, do just do what works for you. Like right. this, this this relationship shit, or this courting, or this dating thing. Like, it's not a one size fits all situation. It it's it really not. Like, for instance, I like a clean house, but mm-hmm. I don't like to clean. Like I. I like it depending on the situation, but mm-hmm. my husband loves like he he's more of a cleaner than I am, mm-hmm. and it's just like, in in the in society's world, right? The woman is supposed to do that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't got listen. Like I said before, do what works for you because if you don't, you're gonna be fucking miserable. Okay, <laughs> okay, you're gonna be miserable because you're gonna be trying so hard. To, to to gain all these strengths that are naturally not you. Mm. Create roles within your own relationship and stop worrying about what the fuck society has to say about it. Or it's just like, you know, I don't know. It's just too much pressure in general. That's why I always just tell people, like, <laughs> just take your time. Just take your time. <laughs> take your motherfucking time. Yeah. Deal with that shit later. Okay? Deal with that shit later. If you can. <laughs> Oh, that part. That. You know, that's my campaign 2022. I'm done with you. Not rent a womb. Rent a womb, honey. Child. Yes. Yeah, I'm just over it. I'm over it. Yeah. It's all ghetto. Because <laughs> I feel like it I is. even some, at, at one point fell into the pressure of like, oh, this is what a wife's supposed to cook every day. Da, 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 da. And it's mm-hmm. just like, no. Like, that does not work for me. Yeah. Like, 
we are freaking millennial. What do you call it? Millennial, millennial. women. <laughs> yeah, we're millennials. So we are, you know, a little bit our, more exposed. Our, our versions are definitely different. And yes. I agree. You definitely have to make because what what could work in your household may not necessarily work in my household and vice versa. Yes. You know, like yes. there are some couples where the girlfriends you know as gender roles are concerned she doesn't know how to cook or she doesn't cook mm-hmm. good and the boyfriend does or the, the husband does there's some roles where the guy like for your instance where the guy cleans better or he enjoys it more mm-hmm. and you know it's just it's just what happens and what works for them you know mm-hmm. um my boyfriend's cousin has a saying that it's somewhat similar to like um, you know, what works for us may not necessarily work for other people, but he mm-hmm. goes a little bit more specific. It's like, to other people, what we're doing may look crazy, but to us, it makes sense. So that's just what it is, you know? Like, you just got to respect everybody's decision to do what they want to do and be mm-hmm. the man that loves you more. <laughs> <laughs> and also, so what she said. And that I works what for I her. Say, okay? <laughs> if you want to come on beats me, I'm in my house. Beats me. <laughs> I'm done. I was actually watching this uh, show called Family or Fiance on OWN, and okay. it was, it was this um, it was this lesbian couple, and they were the the one of the fiancés was talking to her partner's father, and basically saying how like she's lazy and she doesn't clean and da 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 da, and the the other fiance the fiance's mom had got offended, but the father was like you know like I did everything for her like I picked everything up after her I clean up after her I did this I did that like she was my princess and it's like yo you would think as a woman right like she would she would want to do like all the cleaning stuff but it's like yo like some women are not conditioned to do those type of things. So, Absolutely. if that's what you're looking for, listen, you better go ahead with that. <laughs> actually, I, I, I actually, I actually <laughs> wanted to speak. Um, so, you know how, like, everyone has preferences. And um, I think there's been this saying going around, like, you know, like people who like you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What is your take on people wanting to be with people liking who they like and not necessarily getting that reciprocate? Um, what's that word, Jesus? Reciprocation. Um, I feel like that should so, trash. So, do you think that they should change their preference? Because, like, okay, let's say for example, right? Mm-hmm. You, one girl she likes uh, guys with locks. Uh, doesn't matter skin tone. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter race bearded mm-hmm. um muscular just physically right um mm-hmm. nice teeth nice eyes whatever right and she mm-hmm. sees someone who matches that physical and she approaches them shoots her shot because we're in 2021 and everyone does what they want and mm-hmm. he's just like yeah like you're not my type like I'm not into whatever so mm-hmm. let's say she does this two three times and she still gets the same response so should she still stick to what she likes or should she go for the guy who is 5'10", 5'9", you know, has a low Caesar, a little goatee, mm-hmm. he can get some Invisalign to work on his teeth, <laughs> but, you know, he's still muscular, he, like, he, like, adores her, he worships the ground that she walks on, like, mm-hmm. that's the type of thing where I say, like, the quote of, you know, be with someone who, like, especially with a man, like, that loves you more because, I don't know, like, yeah, I definitely feel like she should go for the man who wants who 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 desires her more exactly. than the person that she likes because it's like you have to date people who want to date you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like y'all gotta be on the same fucking page, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women out here who be trying to change themselves and alter themselves for mm-hmm. men who don't even like them. Stop. It ain't, like, stop. Stop. Yeah. Because you're going to look crazy in the end. You're going to be hurt in the end. All it's going to do is cause heartbreak. And it's not worth it. And huge insecurity. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, for me, like, I never had a preference, so... Like I like I said, I only I dated people. I had I dated people who who were like minded, at, like me. I mean, mm-hmm. some a little questionable, but you know, shit. Like it is what it is. <laughs> I'm 
but yeah, I think it's it's hard. Like, you know, I think we were having a conversation the other day in regards to like the dating world and mm-hmm. you know, the things that we hear from our friends and like social media and like what's really going on out there because I just I'm always so confused. Like, how are people treating other people like this? Like why is why are these things okay, you know, from people being verbally, physically abusive to manipulative gaslighting to, you know, mad stuff that happens. And I'm just like, what? Mm. Like, I mean, I think that's more of a security thing on like how, how you see yourself and view yourself at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like there's times like, like, you know, like women who stay in these abusive relationships, it's not because they want to, it's because that's mm. what they know and that's what they're comfortable in. You know what I'm saying? Like, they may get hurt every day, but, like, the comfort of pain is there all the time. So, it's it's crazy. Like, it's, 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 it's trash. But, yo, like, that's, unfortunately, sometimes how abuse works. Some people cannot thrive without chaos. Wow. And, and they confuse love with, I don't know what the hell the, that person's freaking providing, but, yeah. Yeah. I don't subscribe to that shit, but you know, yeah, sometimes not. in relationships you do though. It may not look like that for me. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it may not look like that for, for my situation, but like sometimes it happens when you really, really love someone, like you really will just I try think, your best. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think cause if you put it in the abuse con- context, I'm like, Oh no, absolutely not. But I think there are other mm-hmm. things that we, may endure you know for lack of better words when we're in a relationship that if you weren't in that relationship you'll be like that's a hard no absolutely not I will Mm -hmm. never and then when you get into it it's like oh we're not being physically abusive we're not being verbally Mm -hmm. abusive or not even emotionally abusive either so this may be something that's not that big of a deal if that makes sense I don't know if I'm making Mm -hmm. sense no but um yeah, I, I agree mm-hmm. with that. There's some things that we may have said like we will never deal deal with, and then we're doing that same thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 So that's why I always tell people like it's not good to just like it's not good to to judge people's situations because like yo, y- your situation is could definitely be like theirs, mm-hmm. but just look differently. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So everyone is is it, it it's okay. <laughs> Be sensitive to people's situations because you do not know what actually like what they're going through. It's easy to judge. Like it's Absolutely. it's very easy to judge. And listen, keep the human in everybody. We're freaking human. We're not perfect. We're not God at the end of the day. So yeah, that's on that. Yeah, I think that's a great place for us to end this episode on. Mm. Just we missed you I know. so much. So please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Just Winging It Podcast. And if you mm-hmm. would like to hit us up, be a guest, mm-hmm. be a guest, hit us up on Just Winging It Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is another episode of Just Winging It. Yes, guys. Ciao. Later.